gamble responsibly. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Oh! Yes. Let's go, Kansas State. That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekind sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Ryan Horvath, P.J. Glasser. It's Friday night. It's BetMGM tonight, hour number two, live from our home studios. Coming up this hour, we'll talk a little college hoops. We're going to talk a lot about tomorrow's slate. We'll talk some ACC futures, some SEC futures. We'll get in a little bit of everything here, but right now we're going to talk some ACC college basketball. I'm excited for this college slate tomorrow, especially uh, Wake Forest Duke. Peach, I told you during the break, I really like Wake Forest tomorrow. I know you like Kentucky. I like Kentucky as well. Kind of talking myself into Baylor. Maybe you'll talk me out of them uh, coming up a little bit later. I'm excited that that game just kicks off the day, tips off the day. I guess we would go with uh, I'm Jack, man. Right now we're going to talk with Brett Freelander. He's been covering the ACC since 1981. He's covered 12 Final Fours, the Masters. Uh, Super Bowl and a World Series, as well as 37 national and regional awards, SaturdayRoad.com. Brett, haven't talked with you in a while, man. How you been? I'm doing well. It's Friday night. We're coming down the home stretch. College basketball, college baseball is underway. So I'm I'm fired up. It's a uh, it's a good time of the year, and the weather's starting to get warm too. Yeah, thank God, because I do not like the cold weather, man. And it's funny because I grew up in the Midwest and. So the weather's actually better here in Maryland than where I grew up in Chicago, but still, I'm ready for the summer. I'm ready for the uh, 90 degree heat. I'll take it all day long. Let me ask you this: I think I already know where you're going to go. Who's been the biggest surprise so far this season to you in the ACC as far as uh, college basketball? Who's been the biggest surprise? Well, I would have to say uh, it's it's probably Clemson or or Wake Forest. Um, you know, it, it, both of those teams were picked to be, I believe, eighth or lower, and and there they are, second and uh, third and fourth, right behind the two big boys. So uh, I would say them. Um, I tell you something else too. Uh, a lot of people have just kind of gotten sour on on Duke and on John Shire, and uh, very quietly, I believe that they've won 13 out of 15. Uh, and they have creeped above Carolina in the national rankings. And you know, I don't, I don't, I, I'm starting to buy. Uh, I'm starting to think that, that, you know, that, that Duke is, is kind of figured it out. And I mean, who ever thought Duke would be a dark horse in the tournament, but I mean, I, 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 I like the, uh, the blue devils a lot too. Yeah, Brett, it's kind of like they're almost doing the same thing this year that they did last year. You know, they got off to a little slow start, same thing in conference play, and then we get to the end of February, early March, and they just kind of get on a heater. We got the ACC tournament in a couple weeks. Like, right now, if you had a pick, do you think Duke would be yours to win it again? Yes, because Carolina has stopped playing defense, and that was the key to their 10-game winning streak is they were just defending like crazy. Uh, you know, they went 10 straight games without giving up more than 70 points, 
Well, in their last six games, they're three and three, and four of those uh, teams have scored 80 or more. Now, they've had a week off. They didn't play a week weekday game this week, and Hubert Davis made a real uh, strong point that they, they were going to pr- uh, practice, 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 and defense was going to be the, the thing they worked on the most. So we'll see against Virginia tomorrow uh, in a place they haven't won since 2012. Uh, how much work they've done, how how you know much improvement that they've made, and uh, and and whether they can they can pull out a win in in, in Charlottesville, and if they can, I, you know I I, I think that uh, you know may, maybe them against Duke in that last game of the uh, regular season is going to decide the ACC. Who do you like in that game? Really quick, going back to Duke and Wake Forest, because you know if you look at like the betting lines, it's pretty much a pick. And it's funny because, like, Wake Forest coming into the season, nobody was picking them to even be close to winning the ACC. So they, I, I completely agree with them and Clemson as your surprise teams. Do you think they have a shot to beat Duke? Who would you pick to win that game tomorrow? Well, if you remember about two weeks ago, they played at Cameron, and they played Duke yeah. right down to the wire. And Eston Reed, their, their rim-protecting big guy, only played 17 minutes because he got two quick fouls and then – uh, picked up two more quick ones at the start of the second half. And they were plus eight in that game when, when Reed was in the game. They're undefeated at home. If Reed can stay on the court, I, I think that, uh, that they got a great shot to win this game. And Wake is the team right now that really needs the win the most. Now, I'm not a big fan of bracketology or his Steve Forbes likes to call it proctology, uh, but uh, I, I'm not a big fan of it. And I think, you know, at 27 in the net, that Wake is already solidly in the field, even though most of the bracketologists either have them on the bubble or out of the, out of the bracket. But uh, a win tomorrow against Duke pretty much seals the deal. I, that takes them completely out of the the, uh, the conversation and puts them solidly in the field. And we're not even talking Dayton either. Um, so yeah, I think they got a great shot at it. Hunter Salas um, may be the best player in the country that people just don't know about. Um, he's a a guy who played at Gonzaga the first two years, averaged about four points per game. Well, he's averaging about 18 a game now and um in his you want to talk about being on a heater uh he's been he's been putting up 30 point games the last couple of weeks um and so i i give them a, a great shot and again like i said wake is undefeated at home and they do best what um what duke has the most trouble with and that's go inside so uh, i'm looking forward to it i'm going to be at that game and i'm 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 really excited about it because i think it's going to be a good one Brett, what about UNC and Virginia? What are your thoughts on that game tomorrow? UNC is a small favorite on the road in Charlottesville. And then also, do you think Virginia fans need to be a little bit worried? Their schedule's backloaded. They obviously play UNC tomorrow, Duke the following Saturday. Do you think that the Cavaliers need to win one of those two games for them really to feel good about their tournament chances, or do you think that they're already in? Uh, I think they've got a great shot at being in already. Uh, they've got 20 wins. The other thing that they've got that Wake Forest and Clemson don't have is that they've got a national championship in 2019, and they've got Tony Bennett as their coach who's a national entity. And you can't tell me that the human element doesn't come into play on Selection Sunday when that committee gets in that room. And and I think that if there's a 
you know, if, if you know, you could talk about blind uh, resumes all you like, but if it comes up and they say, well, you know, national champion, Tony, we, we'll put them in. So I think they've got a better shot at it than, than some of the other teams that are on the bubble in the ACC. Um, what really will hurt them is that uh, they just got beat by 31 by Virginia Tech. And that's not a good look in mid-February. You know, you do that in, in early January or in November, you know, you can, you can play your way around it. And I think the, the best way they can erase that or at least wash that out of, you know, out, out of the, uh, the minds of the committee uh, is by beating Carolina at home tomorrow. And, again, like I said, Carolina hasn't won in Charlottesville since 2020, uh, 2012. And in three of the last four times Carolina has played at John Paul Jones Arena, they've scored 49 or less points. And that's a team that you know can put the ball in the basket. So I, I think that there's a mental block there as well as that defensive issue that Carolina's got to work out. So I think Carolina's the better team. But I wouldn't be shocked if Virginia pulls it off because, number one, you know this week's practices have been, you know, one of those uh, trash can uh, uh, practices where they don't use balls. You know what I'm saying? They're going to run, 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 and, and, and oh, get yeah. it out of their system. And, and so they're going to be very motivated. And like you said, a, a win will pretty much put them in the field. So uh, I, I, I think Carolina's a better team, but I'm not shocked if Virginia pulls this off. Ben MGM tonight. We're talking right now with Brett Friedlander, SaturdayRoad.com. He's been covering the ACC for a long, long time, since 1981. The other game I wanted to ask you about as far as tomorrow was Pitt and Virginia Tech because Pitt, 17-9, and kind of right there on the bubble. Virginia Tech, four games above 500 with 15 wins this season. Pitt, a slight favorite at the betting market, uh, two and a half, total 142 and a half. How do you feel about this Pitt team, you know, if you're looking at the ACC and teams that actually have a shot to make the tournament this year? And what do you think about tomorrow's matchup against Vatek? Well, the Pitt team, they started out 1-5 in the ACC, and I believe they are now 8-7. Uh, so they've, they've recovered very well. They've got two freshmen in their starting lineup that it took them a while to really kind of get their feet under and figure out roles. And, and they're playing really well right now, although they are coming off a loss a, you know, like Virginia, um, a, a double-digit loss at Wake Forest. Virginia Tech is the wild card here because, you know, yeah. they are number what fifty-one in the in the net, and they're fifteen and eleven. If a team like Virginia Tech was in the Big Twelve or the Mountain West, they have they would have bubble written all over them. But you don't hear anything about them, and it, because the ACC is just. You know, everybody's downplaying the ACC. Well, clearly they've got something because they beat the living tar out of Virginia. Uh, Lynn Nance, uh, tr- uh, transfer from Clemson, is playing great. Uh, they've got Couture and, and Padula in the backcourt. Um, I, I think Pitt wins this game. I think Pitt bounces back because, again, they really need this. They're at home. And, you know, Following up a 31-point win, now what do you do for an encore? I, I, I think Virginia's, uh, Virginia Tech ha- has got a little letdown in them. So I, I like Pitt, um, but again, uh, it's the ACC, and this year there's no telling what's going to happen. But uh, uh, I, I, I think Pitt, again, is the better team here, and they're at home. Brett, you know, you look at the bottom half of the ACC, there are a lot of proud programs that are just not having good years. If you were to buy some stock, though, 
for the future. You know, Notre Dame's in year one of Strewsbury. Obviously, Syracuse is, you know, dealing life without Bayheim. You got some of these teams. Is, is there a team that if you were a fan of, you would be excited about in the future? There are two of them. And I really love what Adrian Autry is doing at Syracuse. And I think Damon Stoudemire is a great pick for Georgia Tech. And I can already see the foundation that he's, um, that he's building and, uh, you know, give him another year or two to, to, to deepen the, the talent pool there. And I think you can just kind of see the structure already as to what it's going to look like when he gets a little bit more talent. Uh, Louisville's an absolute mess. Um, I can't believe Kenny Payne is still the coach. The only reason I think he is is because he's a legacy. He won a national championship there as a player. Um, they're going to have to find a diplomatic way of, of thanking him for his service and, and, and moving on uh, once the season is over. Uh, and the book is still out on Micah Shrewsbury. Uh, his son can really play. Marcus Burton really looks like a keeper, although he's really kind of small. Uh, they need to get bigger. They need to get uh, a little bit more talented. But the, the two right now that I just kind of feel the best about are, are Georgia Tech and, and Syracuse. Uh, Brett, last question that I had for you. We got about uh, two minutes here before we got to uh, get to a break. What, what happened with Miami this season? That's a team where I feel like people had high expectations this season and um, just hasn't been very good. Well, they lost the ACC Player of the Year in Isaiah Wong. And I think the bigger loss was Jordan Miller. You know, he was a glue guy. And you saw what he did against Texas last year. He had that immaculate game where he, he didn't miss from the free throw line, the, the field or the three-point uh, line. And, and they just haven't been able to kind of recreate that leadership. And then Nigel Pack has been hurt. And, and that really, really uh, uh, came into play the other night. Uh, when Duke just ran him out of the gym, uh, he is their point guard and he is a you know, primary scorer and he just hasn't been right since just after Christmas. So, you know, it's, it's been one of those things where it, if everything that could go wrong did go wrong. And Matthew Cleveland, the uh, transfer from Florida state just hasn't lived up to what he needed to be. And, and uh, it's been a very disappointing season in Coral Gables because of it. Brett, enjoy the game tomorrow. I'll be uh, actually cheering for Wake Forest really hard. So hopefully we get a good one tomorrow. Uh, thanks so much for giving us some time here on a Friday night, man. Appreciate it. All right. Hey, the ACC really needs Wake Forest. So <laughs> there you go. Thanks yeah. a lot, man. Exactly. Brett Freelander right there, SaturdayRoad.com. He's been covering the ACC since 1981. PJ was like negative 20 at the time. I, I wasn't even born in 1981. That's how long Brett's been covering the ACC. Uh what do you think about that one tomorrow, Peach? So I know you love Kentucky, obviously. We're going to get into the full slate, but what are you thinking about Wake Forest-Duke? Are you afraid to uh, go against Duke right now? They're hot, man. They're good. They are hot. No, but I, I like Wake tomorrow. I actually uh, – I'm surprised that the line is what it is. I thought that, you know, this is what Ken Palm has the game as. I thought Duke would be maybe a slight favorite or the game would be a pick em. So the fact that Wake's favored by two and a half, the books don't have any issue – taking some Duke money plus the points. I, I think that's a pretty pretty good sign because, like you said, Duke's rolling. They won five straight. But you can just hear it in Brett's voice, man. As a guy who loves the ACC conference, like, Wake knows what this game means tomorrow. If they win, I, I, I think they're in, and uh, they're going to be in the tournament. We'll talk some ACC features. We're going to take a quick break. It's Ryan Horvath. It's BJ Glasser, BetMGM. Tonight, check us out on Twitch, YouTube. 
or you can listen to the show. Check out the podcast wherever you find your podcast. We'll be right back. It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL.